It's using curiosity as your compass, sitting in the dark until you harmonize with the light, continuous wonder, gradual awe. It's feeling seen by yourself first and letting that ripple from the inside out, knowing the discovery is always unfolding. It never stops, nor would you want it to. Welcome to Tori's studio, designed for those who wish to live more freely. In this podcast, I, Tori Hill, will walk alongside you, and together we will uncover our authentic selves, piece by piece. Hi, welcome back. I have had a very eventful day so far, and I want to tell you about it. It's too good not to tell. So this morning I woke up and I walked my dog and then I thought to myself, hmm, a solo walk in the woods sounds so nice. And maybe I'll even record this podcast episode as I walk through the woods. And so that's what I did. I walked my dog Ziggy and I brought him home and then I put a jacket on and I put my phone in my pocket and I go up the road. I slip into the trail just up the road and I walk up and I was planning on going into the belly of the woods. So there's one trail that stays left that hugs the residential area Um, of my road and then there's um, you can take a right and you can cross a river and go deeper into the woods farther away from the houses so it takes about five minutes to get to that split in the trail and so I'm walking and I'm walking and I'm not too far from the houses or the road still but I'm definitely in the woods I can't see the houses or road but I know I'm close And all of a sudden, something catches my eye. And it was this big tail that caught my eye. So I'm like, ooh, is that a fox? And so I like got into huntress mode and I crouched down and I got all quiet. And I'm like, like tiptoeing around, trying to catch it, like getting closer I'm like, oh, it must have ran away, but I still didn't give up. I was looking for it and just pausing and then walking a little closer and then pausing. And then all of a sudden I see this big fucking creature and I'm like, that is not a fox. That is a coyote. And it was light out at this point. So I knew I I knew that was strange because coyotes are usually active in the dark And so for this one to be walking around the woods in the later morning was odd. And so I'm like, holy shit, it's a coyote. And I was pretty close. Like, it was really cool. And so I was planning on just observing it. But then it looked at me and started coming at me. And so I turned around and ran back home. Like little red riding hood should have. Um, 
And I was screaming swears because I'm like, okay, blackberries, you with blackberries, you have to scream and make loud noises and that'll scare them off. So maybe it's the same for coyotes, but maybe I shouldn't be running. Maybe I should have stood my ground, but I was just too far into the running game. And I knew that if it was out in broad daylight like that, and that it was willing to be slow and kind of come towards me, then it was probably sick. So I'm like, fuck this. I am not getting rabies. I'm running out of here. And so I ran screaming out of the woods. And then I ran into a neighbor with his dog and I'm like, don't go in there. And then my other neighbors were outside and like, there's a coyote in there and it came after me. And then, and all of them were like, oh my gosh, wow, you okay? Like, wow, thanks for letting us know. And I like run down to my house. And I get inside. And by the way, if that thing had like fully chased me and wanted to get me, it could have because I am one of those people where like, even if there's an emergency, I need to stop. So like there were times in the woods where I actually stopped (laughs) to catch my breath and like look behind me to see if it was there. But I, I, the adrenaline did not kick in the way that people say it does. Uh, or maybe I have asthma and don't know it. I don't really know, but I would definitely get, if it wanted to like get me, it definitely could have. I'm just not one of those people who like can turn into those like superhuman beings that just run forever. That's just not me. I was like barely just not, I was barely making it and, and like the roots and rocks. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to like roll an ankle or fall, but I just, I don't know. I I made it out of there. So my neighbors were like all concerned and like appreciative of me telling them. And then I, I finally get to my house. I open the door. I'm like huffing and puffing. and I'm like laughing. I'm like, Oh my God. Whoa. And I'm like breathing really hard. And Jake literally doesn't even blink or flinch because I am animated and I am energetic just most of the time. So he's like very used to me being like coming in hot like that. I'm like, Jake, Jake, a coyote. There's a coyote and it came towards me and ran out of the woods. And and he was like, yeah, Tor, okay. I'm like, no, I'm serious. He's like, you've played so many jokes on me. I don't even know if you're telling the truth right now. And I convinced him that I was telling the truth, but he still doesn't really fully believe me. And I'm kind of offended. And then I texted my family chat and my older brother was like, when I said a a coyote came after me, everyone in caps and my older brother, who's a hunter and who's interacted with coyotes out hunting he's observed them, you know, he, he's ran into them before, but not really. Cause they don't really let you do that. So he was like, no, it didn't. So none of my loved ones really believe me that this happened, but it fucking did. But it's kind of cool. I'm kind of on cloud nine right now because that was like my, I don't know. It's just cool. When things like that happen to you, it's like, it's really neat. I feel kind of lucky. Although I am sad for the coyote because it is probably sick. I did call the game warden because it was just too close to the houses and 
a lot of people walk those trails and I don't want anyone with their dogs or with their kids running into that coyote. So that is my story for you. And that story has nothing to do with what I wanted to chat about, but it was too exciting not to share with you. So I hope you enjoyed. <sighs> All right. I need to <laughs> take a deep breath because I'm excited again. I just like did yoga stretching and did a, a meditation to calm down and slow down. But telling the story re-energized me because it was so cool. I was so close. I get to see it up and close. It's pretty cool. Okay. All right. But I suppose I'll start with another story, which is a much slower pace to that one. So yesterday, actually it was two days ago, I had a morning appointment. And at the end of that appointment, from the beginning of my work day, I had about an hour to kill. And usually when this happens, I just go to work early and get ahead on things and get to things that I never have time to get to, or, um, you know, just get a good head start on the day. So I planned on doing that after my appointment two days ago. But then I was thinking to myself, like this question came up in my head and it said, what if you just didn't? What if you didn't jump right into productivity after this appointment? What if you took an hour for yourself? And of course there was a piece of me that resisted this because it was so ready to just get a, get a good start on the day and get things in good shape and, I was prepared to do that, but the question felt bigger. And so I let it make the decision for me. So I ended up parking outside of a little park and walking around for like 10 minutes. And it was late morning and the sun was shining and the wind was pretty strong and it was it was, um, it was make like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you know when you get so jumbled with words because you're so excited and you just can't get the words out because you're so excited? I think the coyote is still, I think the coyote is in me right now. I'm just so excited. Okay. regulatory. Okay. So I was walking around taking this hour for myself between my appointment and work two days ago. And then I went to a little cafe and got some yummy avocado toast and sat by this big window. And I was telling someone the other day that one of my favorite things to do is just walk around and be by myself, go into art shops and, and cafes and search for an acai bowl. I'm always loving moments like that, but I don't get a lot of them. There aren't many times where I find myself alone 
without an agenda, but yet that's one of my favorite things to do. This spaciousness of just having nothing to do but explore and be spontaneous by yourself. And there's a spaciousness inside of being by yourself because you're not next to someone concerned about their needs or their wants or filling in any awkward silences. It's just you. It's just you. And there's so much freedom in that. And so I was thinking to myself as I was looking out this big window, watching people come and go, watching people walk by and drive by, coming into the cafe to meet up with a friend, to grab a quick cup of coffee, to hang up a poster. I pretended that I was just a fly on the wall. And I was I decided to be really still at one point for a few minutes. I was like, just going to sit here like a statue. And as I sat there like a statue, watching everyone flutter around me, so many moving pieces around me, I realized that I am someone who, when I have the energy, which I usually do, I just go. So I've got the energy, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go do something. I'm gonna go talk to someone. I'm gonna go go explore this, or I'm just gonna go do something. And as I sat there, like a statue, I realized that sometimes it's nice to cultivate your energy, even when you have it, doesn't mean you have to necessarily use it. So I definitely could have struck up a conversation with the girl next to me who is also sitting alone. I could have talked to the barista a bit longer. I could have gone on my phone. I could have thought about the day ahead of me and and made some notes and planning to make things more efficient. But I just held on to my energy and all I let myself do was observe. And there was a freedom in that. It felt really, really nice. And so I share this little story, this example of how I gave myself spaciousness, because I'm wondering if there's a slice in your life that you could infuse spaciousness in. Even if it's a pair of big, comfy pants, you know, like maybe you're craving spaciousness physically, or maybe you're craving spaciousness mentally, and maybe you'll take a longer shower tonight or take a quiet walk by yourself before dinner. But I want you to just get curious and think about where it would feel good to have a little extra space. And there is this little embroidered framed piece of art that my mom always had hanging up in our house and she still has it hanging up and I would always look at it as a little girl and I never knew what it meant. I was always so perplexed by it and now that I've seen it later on in adulthood I've resonated with it a lot and it all makes sense now. 
So it, it says, you always have time for things you put first. You always have time for things you put first. And I share this with you because maybe some of you are thinking, well, yeah, Tori, must be nice to have an hour of free time in your day. My day is just filled to the brim. I've got kids. I've got multiple jobs. I've got this or that. I, I get that all of our lives look different. But you always have time for things that you put first. So can you swap something out for more spaciousness, even if it's just for a minute? So I want you to think about that. And as we're going in this forward in this theme of spaciousness, I also want to let you know that I've decided to drop new podcast episodes every other Monday. Ah, and that feels really good for me. Sometimes um, I have a lot of energy to record and the ideas are always flowing, but it's more the recording process that requires more energy from me because I don't know if you can tell, but I still get nervous recording these and it's still awkward for me to take up space in this way and for me to be the only person talking because my true state is listening. I love listening. It's my happy place. It's where my I feel comfortable and I enjoy it more than talking. So recording every other week sounds and feels better for me. So that's also a way I'm giving myself spaciousness. Um, yeah, so starting now, you'll get bi-weekly new podcast episodes. So it might be helpful if you haven't already done so to just hit follow and because you get notified when there's a new episode. So it'll be like a little nice reminder for you. Woo. Okay. On that note, I'm going to let you go and maybe you can find a little slice of spaciousness today. Mm-hmm.